I'm Colin. And I'm Megan. And this is Pet, pet Sitter Confessional, Confessional, an open and honest discussion about life as a pet sitter. Hey guys, welcome to episode 12. This episode is going to be all about how to find your clients and about advertising. So we get asked all the time about how do I find clients? What's the best way to advertise? During this episode, we're going to answer some of those questions. So first, before we talk about advertising, we're going to talk about who are your clients. So we have found that there is a big need in two areas. The first is elderly pet care, and the second is medicated pet care. And a lot of times those two go along together because a lot of times the pets that need the medication are elderly pets. These people typically seek out this kind of pet sitting because either kennels or other boarding facilities won't take their pets, or it would be way too costly for them to be able to have that kind of service. And so this is an alternative that we have found a lot of people are very surprised exist to be able to have their dogs cared for in someone else's home or in their home and not have to take them someplace. So we specialize in providing those kind of services, like Colin was saying, through gaining the experience and the referrals over the years. Our clients know that we specialize in those areas and we have an elderly dog ourselves. when thankfully he doesn't need medication yet, but he is almost 12 years old. He's a little dachshund named Kobe. And he is just wonderful. Our favorite. Yes. (laughs) So you may see a big need for puppy care or walks in your area, like we've talked about before, especially in larger cities where if a client has a puppy and they're not able to come home during the day because they work long hours or they need walks in the middle of the day. So part of the research is talking to clients that you do have about their needs and then getting to know the groomers and vets in the area and asking what they see is a need that you can fill. So you could specialize in a certain kind of care. That's a great way to be able to charge more and higher prices. And you could also seek out getting specialized training and certifications for that so that people can, again, know and trust you for that care whenever they need it. Or um, on the kind of other side of that is to aim for the middle of that bell curve of needs to be filled and clients to go after. And just kind of go for the the biggest audience possible to kind of grab as much as you can to see the most growth. One concern with specializing too much is that um, it may limit your growth potential if the market is too small. So once you figure out who your clients are, then you can go ahead and start advertising to them. So what are some of the best ways to advertise? Well, there's a lot of different ways. And some of them include business cards. You can deliver business cards to groomers, to PetSmart or Petco, to veterinary offices. There's also an option to do bulletin boards at a local community center. Some people do yard signs. We got listed on Yelp when we first started, and um, that was another way of making sure that our name bubbled up to the surface when people did searches. But just a cautionary tale, it is almost impossible to get that taken down or edited once it's up, which we really struggled with once we moved and trying to get our old um, business address taken down. It was quite the ordeal. So just know that some of this stuff you have to be cautious with so that you don't get too involved with it. So Yelp will say that you are a closed business, but I don't believe there is an option to completely delete your business and remove it. Another online option is a website called nextdoor.com. This will list all of the neighbors in your area and you can advertise to them. So if you have a small 
service radius. This is really important to send out your request to your next door neighbors or in the neighborhood adjacent to you. And and a lot of times this is how people, this is how pet sitters get a lot of their clients because they have a lot of their neighbors who talk to each other or they're out walking their dog in their neighborhood. And so they're able to advertise that way. Yeah. Dextor is a great way to stay very, very local. And people tend to trust that more, especially if they can have a neighbor sitting their dog. That's a little bit easier to swallow than maybe a, a complete stranger that doesn't even live nearby. In addition to Nextdoor, you can also join local Facebook groups as a good way of, again, getting involved and letting more people see your content and see your ads so that they um, know that you're local and can, a lot of times people trust that a little bit better. And this is all circling around the idea of having a lot of good word of mouth advertising. And we were very fortunate that there is a local vet that saw one of our postings in a local Facebook group. And that vet has gone on to tell many, many clients that um, we offer these services. So someone is out there referring people on our behalf, and that's work that we're not having to do. So we're very thankful that there is that. Um, and so part of this is getting really good reviews and testimonials from friends and past clients that you can show to people so that they know you're trustworthy. And definitely don't be afraid to ask your past clients, especially longtime repeat clients, to tell their friends and family about you. And one way to possibly incentivize this is to give them a discount for everyone that they refer. So with Halloween coming up, a great idea is along with handing out candy to the kids that come to your door, you can also hand out business cards or dog treats. Craigslist has kind of fallen out of fashion with a lot of this advertising. I know when we first started, it was one of the only ways that we advertised at the very beginning. Um, but most of this kind of things, these kind of things have shifted to Nextdoor and Facebook groups because there's a picture associated with the post and you can see their profile. And so there's a lot of things that um, build up trust with those kind of venues as opposed to a Craigslist post. So again, just anywhere that dogs go, PetSmart, groomers, vets offices, these are all great places to get connected and to get your flyers out there, to get your business cards out there, to make friends. When you take your dog or cat to the vet's office, Tell them about your business so that they can refer you to their clients as well. And also dog parks are a great way to get your name out there when you're taking your clients or your own personal dogs to the dog park. So dog parks are a great way to get more clients and attract people to your business. And sometimes they'll have a posting board there too, where you can leave a flyer or leave a business card so that people can see that when they're coming by. Swim lessons take a lot of time and energy for both us and our kids. Thankfully, Orgain has a great tasting vegan bar for all of us. So they have vegan bars for kids and for adults. Our kids love the blueberry ones, and we love the sea salt and chocolate ones. To get 30% off your first order, go to Orgain.com and use the code AMBASSADOR254. These simple bars have just a few ingredients, and they really taste great. Again, that's 30% off your first order at Orgain.com and use Ambassador254. Seeking out networking events is another great opportunity. Our city hosts dog-specific events throughout the year. They host Bark in the Park and a dog egg hunt for Easter. These events are excellent ways to get out there and have flyers and business cards and um, let people know what services you provide. 
Also seek out young professional events or local business organizations and meetings as well. Um, This is a great way to not just necessarily get to know potential clients, but a way to get to know other business owners in the area. So you can talk about struggles that they're having or ways that have worked for them for that specific area. Uh, There's a group in our town that gets together about once a month of small business owners to socialize and brainstorm how to strengthen the business community, as well as to make sure that everybody's kind of on the same page as where they want to be going. So again, that might not be a specific finding brand new clients to Petsit, but it is a way to get connected with other business owners to know how to market and, and options that they're using. An awesome way to advertise is to get a car magnet. Some people do just their back windshield or a little side panel on the door. But I've also seen entire cars wrapped in their logo, which is pretty cool to see. Uh, Be cautious, though. Some people don't like to do this because when you are at somebody's house, that lets other people know that the owner isn't home. So it could potentially be a security issue. But for others, they don't mind at all. Another great way is to get T-shirts made, as I mentioned, so you can wear them out when you go to the grocery store or dog parks um, or really anywhere that you go just to let people know that you are a pet sitting business. Hats and jackets are great for that as well, or hoodies for when the when it's not t-shirt weather or when it's raining outside. Really anything that can be branded with your logo, you should do it so that you can get the most exposure for your business. Megan loves wearing her Rover shirt wherever she goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Also providing gift certificates for local auctions and charities or raffles in your service area. Again, as a way of helping people to know that you're there. Social media is also huge. As we all know, it's a way to get your name out there. So create your own Facebook page, Instagram account for both you and your business. Now, part of that is making sure that you have removed all negative social media images of yourself. So if there are things that you'd rather not people know about, once you start this advertising and people start searching and looking specifically for you, you'll want to make sure that those aren't there. Some people will say that you should pay for ads. You could potentially pay for Facebook ads or Instagram ads. Just know that this could get very costly. And if you don't have it set just right, people way outside of your service area are going to be seeing those. And so it might not be that helpful. But you can on Instagram and Facebook, you can set the ad to specific people, whether it be in your city or what age they're at. So again, with those ads, you have to make sure that they're set just right. So making sure that it's set to be limited to people to be shown in your city and people with pets. And making sure, again, all of that stuff is set up before you send out the ad so you're not advertising to somebody four states away. This all revolves around SEO, search engine optimization. What is this? This is basically making sure that when somebody types in your name or your pet sitting business, you are one of the first, if not the first, items to show up in Google. So a great way to get ahead of this is to get a website. We love Squarespace, and that's a great way to get out there. It's very easy to set up. You don't have to know anything about coding or anything like that. They take all of that. It's it's a great way to get your name out there. Another part of SEO is generating content for your website and social media. So the more new content that's put out there with associated with your name, the easier it is for people to find you. So you could uh, blog about your pet sitting business or post photos of your stays. Again, so that when someone searches for your name, you're the first one to come up. And along with advertising your logo on paraphernalia, you could also 
do a contest on your Facebook page or Instagram and give away some of your product. You could also give away your product to your clients or your family so that they can wear it out in the city that you're in so you can get your name out there even more. Ultimately, though, it is all about name recognition. Obviously, this is going to be easier if you live in a small town versus a big city because you'll have an easier time penetrating the pet sitting market if you can network and work off of referrals. If you're in a big city, you can get drowned out and lost in the noise very easily because there's a lot of competition out there. We advertise primarily through local Facebook groups. So the buy, sell, trade groups on there, we we post our link on there. Mm-hmm. Also the local city groups where people talk about things going on in the city. Yep. And then also next door as well for the neighborhood local community. And then referrals, as we've mentioned as well. That's been huge for us. And we've been very thankful for the people who continue to refer us to their friends and family. We used to give out a lot more business cards than we currently do. And I think that's part of the fact that as we've gotten more referrals and posted to those other groups, we've kind of switched how we've how we've chosen to advertise over the years. We hope that this episode has provided you with some options about when you're going to advertise your business. And I think that wraps up our thoughts on advertising. But if you have anything else that we missed or questions, you can send your feedback to feedback at petsitterconfessional.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at petsitterconfessional. You can join our Facebook group, Sitter Confessionals. And on Twitter, we are at psconfessional. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or really anywhere that you listen to your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. We thank you for joining us today.